we want to get into the practice as CEOs of having a plan, especially when it comes to marketing. And so it's not just enough to have a plan for the next week or the next month. What we recommend is that you have a plan for the next 12 months. And this is really important, especially if you want to have a remarkable life as part of a remarkable practice. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Hey, Remarkables. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And we are super stoked to be kicking off a new series for you guys. Man, we are getting into it. We're getting after it. If you're driving right now, I'm going to encourage you to just pull over because you're going to be risking your life on the road because you're going to be trying to jot down some notes because we are about to unpack some gold for you. So we alluded to this series a couple of weeks back when we started talking about this opportunity, right? So long story short, we were approached by a group of digital marketers and they said, you know, we're going to be taking on this project, this initiative. And what we've recognized is that the most important thing in marketing today, especially in digital marketing is who comes up first in search, right? So we want to create a program where we can choose, drive the person into that first position in Google search. And we'd like to ask you guys, what would it take for us to discern who should be first, right? So because, you know, I was shocked to find that the person that is ranked, the practice, the business that is ranked first in search gets 43% of the leads, you know, for that search. Dr. Pete, that number just, you know, it shocked me and inspired me. And it kind of opened my eyes to the fact that, man, imagine if we had the opportunity to choose which chiropractor, which practice, which business would actually show up first in every single town in the country and then eventually around the world, right? So if we had the opportunity to pick who is the number one chiropractor who would get 43% of the leads that we know would represent chiropractic well, deliver excellent healthcare, better health outcomes for families, change the way people approach their health, change people's expectations around their health, would actually teach them the strategies, equip them with what they need to know to get better health outcomes, and actually be able to deliver the goods. This business would have to have the art, science, philosophy, and business acumen to be able to pull that all off, man, I got excited about that straight away. And I said, man, this is the perfect use of our clinicoscopy system. Here's a few words from our newest podcast sponsors. We're grateful for their support of the show. One of our core values at The Remarkable Practice is innovation. And that's one reason why we love partnering with SCED, who is dedicated to helping chiropractors connect and communicate better by using innovative technology that's easy to use. SCED allows chiropractors to connect to every patient through their mobile phone like never before, increasing conversion, retention, and reactivations all with less work. Software can seem complicated to start, so the team at SCED does all the work to get you set up and running as quickly and efficiently as possible. SCED does the hard work for you. To request a demo, go to www.sked.life. That's S-K-E-D dot life. Our friend Derek Van Ness from Big Life Financial recently informed us that most doctors are overpaying taxes, an average of $11,000 per $100,000 of income. That's crazy. 
At TRP, we say you need to systematize everything. And the truth is, Doc, if you don't have a system to save and grow wealth, you will never get ahead financially. Big Life Financial does tax and financial strategy for small business owners, helping you keep more of what you make and be smarter with it. Research and development, credit filings, tax strategy and savings, financial strategies, including cash flow banking, are all things our friend Derek Van Ness and Big Life Financial can help you with. Go to BigLifeFinancial.com to learn more. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, I love this conversation and I love that we were approached specifically our organization because this is something we care so much about. If you've listened to you know, this podcast, if you're a TRP member and you've been to any of our live immersion events or you get on coaching calls with us or you're in the academy, then you are acutely aware of the sensitivity that we have to all the domains of the practice and what it truly means to be a remarkable practice, the, the remarkable attraction you know, what we, how we dig into that, the remarkable conversion process, the remarkable retention process, the remarkable team building process, right? So you have been around, you've heard us. If you're new to this conversation, well, we're going to dip you in. We're going to go deep. We can't go all the way in. So we had to pick our, what we thought were maybe the top three to five, you know, attributes of a remarkable practice in the area today in this episode of for attraction, right? So that it's not by name, but by the attribute. What are the qualities and qualifications of that? So when you look at, you know, who's the number one, you know, in the town, when you Google search, like you said, it's actually not necessarily by attribute. It's not necessarily by the quality or qualification, And so we are taking this on and say, if if you asked us and we became your Google filter, here's how we would do it. And of course, we're doing it through the lens of a principled chiropractic practice, like you said, Dr. Steven. So that's the approach that we're going to take. And we're going to invite you, since you might not be able to get Google to do this for you, we're going to invite you and your team to sit down and do your own search of your own business and see how you rank yourself. So we're going to do some ranking of your business. You're going to do some ranking of your business over the next few weeks during this series, which I'm just pumped to dig into, Dr. Steven. So good. We are going to literally deconstruct what it means to be, in our opinion, the best chiropractic practice in town. All right. So we took this early approach and I should say in an earlier episode, we said, you know, it would be the art the science, the philosophy, and the business acumen. We talked about, you know, the art, which is, you know, how we do what we do. The science is, what do we do? What should we do? The philosophy is, why do we do what we do? And of course, the business acumen, the business acumen is that fourth leg of the stool, which is usually missing, (laughs) you know, if not crickety, you know? So we're going to unpack the five elements that make up the business acumen. We're going to talk about the four practice domains of attraction, conversion, retention, and team building. And we're also going to get into the money, right? We're going to get into the financial picture of the business, right? So money follows value. And we think that chiropractors should be the best, if not the second best paid in town, right? Maybe it's the pastor. They Maybe they deserve to get the most. But this chiropractor, because money follows value, we believe that you should be incredibly successful. And we believe what the world needs right now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs right now is more successful chiropractors. So we're going to help you get there, right? So we are going to go through a series. It'll be five different episodes. We're going to unpack attraction today. We're literally going to go through what we would consider the 25 attributes of a remarkable practice when it comes to marketing and lead generation. 
we're going to offer this checklist for you to use with your team. You'll see it'll be a PDF. We'll put it down in the show notes and you'll be able to download one of these for each of these five domains that we're going to cover, attraction, conversion, retention, team building, and collections. And we're going to encourage you, listen to this series with your team and then audit your practice, right? Give yourself your own clinicoscopy, right? So that's our expression for when we examine, when we do an audit on a practice and see exactly where is the opportunity for growth? Where's the low hanging fruit? Where's the places where we need to brush those teeth a little bit? And where do we need to floss, right? Get in there and make some big changes, right? So ultimately over the course of the next five episodes, you can do a complete audit and clinicoscopy of your practice. Do it together as a team. It's been our experience that the divergence in the scoring between the owner and the rest of the team, the head doc and the rest of the team can be a bit of an eye-opener, right? So when you see disparity between team members, it opens your eyes to either different perspectives or truth is blind spots that you might have as a leader. And what a great opportunity for you to clean that up and take your practice to the next level. Listen, it's either going to be death by a thousand cuts or growth by a thousand beams of light. And we're hoping that we're going to give you an opportunity to tick these boxes and just see your practice growing just with incremental changes, make geometric growth. I love this conversation. So I'm going to speak to two attributes of a CEO right now, and then we're going to dig in. The first is, and you hear us talk about this all the time, that a CEO always begins with assess. That whenever we look at your business, whenever you look at any initiative or any decision you're going to make in business, it should always begin with an assessment, okay? So we always start assessing. And what are we assessing? We're assessing how did we do, right? We're assessing what did we do? And we're getting inventory for where we are now. We're getting a location. We're identifying where we are at. So that's the first thing is that this is a a CEO behavior that we are going to continue to reinforce and remind you that as we go through the different domains of assessment, that this is part of the DNA of how a CEO operates. This is an attribute of a CEO to assess and be thorough and diligent about that. The second attribute is getting chime in from your team, because we know that for you to truly become a CEO, you use leverage and leveraging. We talk about people or your team systems and technology. Well, one of the ways to leverage people effectively is to actually get them to contribute and give you feedback and their thoughts about things in the business. And this is a beautiful way for you to be able to elicit some really constructive, hopefully, feedback from your team, get some chime in on the things that matter the most to the business. So again, that's why this is not just, don't just And Dr. Steven, you said this, I just don't want to make sure everybody missed it. This isn't something just for you to download and do for yourself. What we're encouraging you to do is to download, print off as many copies of people as there are people on your team, have a meeting with your team, listen to this podcast together or whatever, have them listen to it on their own, then come to the meeting and prepared for this exercise. Then do this exercise, do this activity. And then from this activity, after you have assessed this, make a plan and then begin preparations and then get executing and then reassess in maybe three months, six months, nine months in a year, however you do it. Right. So that's how we, so we don't just, we don't want to just give you more work. This is just not another cool idea. No, no, no. This should drive your business forward. This should increase revenue. This should increase impact. This should increase quality 
and effectiveness of what we do and you do in your business. Specifically today, we're going to focus on attraction, but in the other categories, I expect to have those same exact outcomes. Man, I could just hear it in your voice, Dr. Pete. I know when you get it fired up because the Italian in you comes out, you just start talking with your hands, you start banging on the table, right? And everybody can hear that you are ready to go. So before we get into this, let's frame this out. Like, let me give you some instructions around how do you do this thing? So we're going to do a series of five audits, okay? Five different audits in the five different domains of the practice, right? So there's 25 questions. And you're going to scale, you're going to grade yourself on a scale of zero to four. Okay. So zero would be, I strongly disagree. One is I disagree. Two is we're neutral. Three, I agree. And number four or four, a score of four would be, we strongly agree. Right. So we're going to describe what we would consider the remarkable practice, right. In the category of attraction. In other words, we're going to talk about marketing. So we're going to make a statement and you and your team, as you listen to this, you're going to grade yourselves. Like zero is, I strongly disagree. That doesn't sound anything like us, right? Or one, we dis- I disagree, right? So two is, I'm kind of neutral. I really don't know how I feel on that one. Three is, I agree. Four is, I strongly agree. In other words, yeah, we're crushing that. That's us. You describe us to a T, right? So we're going to rip through these. We have 25 questions. And, you know, Dr. Pete, I think there'll be some that we can unpack a bit, but there's no way we're going to be able to unpack all 25 of these. Again, guys, do this with your team. We don't want to leave you on your own on this. I don't want you to feel like, okay, so now what do we do? If you'd like us to help you with this, we're happy to jump on a call with you, right? So if you want to audit any one of these domains and you'd like to have us audit it with you and give you some insight and maybe identify what your priorities are, put these things across a timeline, maybe hold you accountable to that. That's the power of a coaching call. So we'll put a link down below to our schedule once link so you can jump on a call with us. If you want us to walk through this with you and give you the insight as to exactly what you should do now and maybe what you should do next. All right. So Dr. Pete, kick it off. Number one, we have a clear brand that is aligned with our vision, right? So listen to the way we ask these questions, guys. We have a clear brand that is aligned with our vision. Okay. So it's our USP. What makes us unique in the community? And is it going to speak to and attract our ideal patient, right? So you're going to want to grade that zero. I totally disagree. The brand is not what you say to your community. It's what your community says about you, right? So what is your community saying about you? Are you projecting a brand? Have you established a brand where your community is actually saying what you want them to say about you and your practice? Would your unique selling proposition, would your uniqueness as a practice stand out? Would it attract your ideal patient? Zero, we strongly disagree. One, I disagree. Two, kind of neutral on it. I'm not really sure. I don't have a feeling one way or the other. Three, I agree. Four, strongly agree. We're crushing it. All right. So that's number one. So we've got 24 more to go. And I'm going to stop at number two, because this was one of the ones, Dr. Steven, we went through the list of 25 that jumped out to me as being one of the highest priority ones. Like, so they're all important. Okay. So we just said, Hey, if we were to highlight a few on today's podcast and have a conversation about it with each other and you, what would they be? And I said, boom, this one right here. So this one is number two. It's we have a complete marketing plan and marketing calendar 12 months out. I'm going to repeat that again. We have a complete marketing plan and marketing calendar 12 months out, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and pause here just for a minute. Now, this is, of course, coming on the heels of everything that happened in 2020 where things got turned upside down, where I think a lot of us, we maybe or maybe not had a plan of what we thought was going to happen. Those of us who had a plan, we definitely felt it. If you didn't have a plan, 
you definitely felt it as well. I feel for the people who had a plan because it takes a lot of work to put together a plan. And when your plan gets derailed, that's really hard. If you didn't have a plan and things kind of go sideways, well, we're just going to have to figure out what to do now. And it's a different approach. So we want to get into the practice as CEOs of having a plan, especially when it comes to marketing. And so it's not just enough to have a plan for the next week or the next month. What we recommend is that you have a plan for the next 12 months. And this is really important, especially if you want to have a remarkable life as part of a remarkable practice, because you have to be able to plan times into your life for things such as vacation. And your team has to have time for their vacation. And you have to build times into your schedule for going to events, continuing education, and going to seminars like the Remarkable Practice events to get training for your team. And so there's no way you're going to be able to run a successful business that has enables you to have a remarkable life, number one, without having a marketing calendar. I know you maybe thought I wasn't going to go there right away, but one of the benefits of having a marketing plan and calendar marked out is you actually get to build your life and calendar. You should be building those together. You should look ahead and say, okay, this is what I want my life to look like. This is what it needs to be for our life. So then we're going to build our marketing calendar around that to make sure that the team is equipped and ready. We have everybody that's needed to be able to execute on that. And so we're going to look ahead and we're going to say, okay, what do we need to be doing to generate the number of new patients that are going to help us achieve our goals for the year? So if I'm going to set goals for the year, revenue goals, volume goals, whatever type of metrics you are going to be measuring for your business, but let's pick revenue and total volume of the business, I'm going to need to know how many new patients are we going to have to get to be able to get to those goals. Therefore, I will need to know how many events and what specific events we're going to need to be doing each month of the way to make sure we hit those goals. Otherwise, we're just have an aspirational number and it's not based in reality. And of course, we don't get it. We don't hit it. So this actually is a discipline of saying we're going to goal set step one. Then we're going to align our calendar with our goals to make sure that we actually can hit our goals. So it's a very, very logical approach to this. And so I just wanted to share that on this one, Dr. Steven. I think this is so important that we get into the best practice of seeing ahead. Part of the CEOs is, is strategizing what's important now and what's important next. And of course, what's important ultimately. But what's important next is the 12-month calendar when it comes to marketing. Right on. So everybody sees the wilderness out in front of us of 2021. That's when you feel maybe a lack of certainty, uncertainty, and it's the unknown and like we said in the past, the last thing you want to do is go out into the wilderness without a plan, right? That's a terrible plan. So we want to make sure that we have a marketing plan and that marketing plan is captured on our marketing calendar. We can always be agile around that, right? We can have our contingencies, plan A, plan B, plan C, but we head into it with a plan, all right? So then you have a marketing director, right? So somebody on your team has to play the role of marketing director. This is usually a gap in chiropractic. They're missing somebody whose job it is. Like I get out of bed in the morning, put my feet on the floor, and my job is lead generation. Hey, if you're a mission-based practice, somebody on your team has to constantly be thinking about lead gen, meeting internal lead generations, referrals, external lead generations, things that are happening outside the office and off the web. And then of course, digital lead generation. What are we doing to leverage digital marketing and generate new patient leads into the practice? That's your marketing director. They live on that seat in that function of your business on your accountability chart. And doc, your name might be there, but be aware that you are the marketing director. If it's not you, somebody's got to own that thing. We have a team member that owns each of those. So specifically, 
Do you have a team member that quote unquote owns internal marketing lead generation, right? On your accountability chart or on your accountability grid, like we talk about, who owns internal lead generation? Remember, we're all responsible, but one person is accountable, right? So everybody in the team is responsible to create internal leads and generation of referrals, but one person's accountable to it and the other person that brings that information to the team and keeps it front of mind, right? We host consistent and productive internal marketing campaigns. So there's three different types of referrals you'll see internal. You'll see organic leads, right? So happy people send more people. Process-driven leads, which Dr. Pete is you know, teaching a great course on this at the upcoming Australian attraction immersion on how to get more lead generation out of just patients going through your process. Day one, day two, day three, day four, week one, week two, week three, week four, month one, month two, month three, month four, year one, year two, year three, year four, just patients going through your process. There is lead generation or referral provoked if you follow the system. Definitely if you follow the remarkable practice system. We have consistent workshops. That's an example of a process. It's in your process. If you're a new patient in our practices, you are going to new patient orientation, right? So that's where most of your internal leads are going to come from, frankly, is from the workshop experience, the better results, faster workshop. Number seven, we consistently see leads at our workshops, not just new patients as our guests, but they bring guests with them. They bring leads with them. It's the best way to get a new patient out of any of your internal marketing initiatives because you're starting with an education process. So your patient is actually showing up and you are helping them understand the chiropractic paradigm, the chiropractic principle. And by the time they get to the end of the workshop, they've arrived at the fact that, man, I want to get my spine and nervous system checked. Man, that's how you want to start a relationship with a new patient. And then we get consistent internal referrals and new patient leads. That's sort of the downstream assessment of your internal marketing activities. Do you get these organic leads? Do you get leads from your process? Do you get leads from your campaigns? And are you seeing regular and consistent new patients coming from internal marketing activities? Become the local health expert in your community through content marketing with Leverage Media. Leverage Media is a full service digital content and lead generation agency specifically for chiropractors. They're a one-stop shop for all things website, video marketing, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and more. Leverage is led by Dr. Nick Silveri, who's not just a brilliant marketer, but he's one of our very own TRP Remarkable CEO chiropractors. He is always innovating to stay ahead of the ever-changing social media marketing game, and his Leverage clients get the exact strategies that he utilizes to fill his practice. It's been great to watch our TRP clients become the local health experts in their communities through content marketing, working with Nick and Leverage. To schedule your free strategy session, go to contentintopatients.com and ask for Dr. Nick and tell them that you heard about Leverage through the Remarkable CEO Podcast. That's contentintopatients.com. Spinal Hygiene is on a mission to create a greater awareness for lifetime spinal health and wellness in the world. And if you know their founder, Dr. Tabor Smith, you know that he won't stop until taking care of your spine is as common as taking care of your teeth. This system works perfectly with the three-legged stool of results patient education. Get your adjustments in rhythm, 
break your bad habits and add your specific exercises to strengthen the spine and hold your adjustments better. Patients love the results that they're seeing. And of course, our doctors love to see happy patients. The public needs to know that in order to preserve the health of the spine and nervous system, as well as prevent degeneration of the spine, they need to do daily spinal hygiene exercises and have a chiropractor on their healthcare team that they see regularly for spine and nervous system checkups. The spinal hygiene system helps to build awareness, increase compliance, improve retention, and encourage more referrals into your practice. So doc, if you want to educate your patients about lifetime spinal care, increase your customer retention and satisfaction, and add a new stream of income for your practice, then go to spinalhygieneproducts.com to learn more. That's spinalhygieneproducts.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, these are so good. And, you know, we are going to continue this conversation here with number nine, because I think that this one is so important. And I asked to pause here as well, which was number nine is we have engaged tribe of patients. And I, I think there's never been a better time or even easier time to be able to not only have engagement, but measure engagement and manage engagement of your patients than it is right now. Because of the fact that we can leverage the platforms, the social media platforms, and these different, you know, again, platforms that enable us to, number one, create a tribe, number one, gather a tribe together in one place or a few places, communicate with the tribe, have the tribe communicate with each us and have the tribe communicate with each other. There's never been a, a, an easier way for us to do this. 20 years ago, we couldn't do this in our practice, but now you can create that. Let's just give an example. One example would be a Facebook group, a private Facebook group for all of your patients, people that come into your practice. And so, for example, as soon as they get started as a patient on day three, one of the first that happens is you have them pull out their phone and they request to join the tribe. And they then, boom, they're already in. And then maybe once a week, you go on that and you welcome all the new people to the tribe, right? It's very simple. And then next thing you know, every week in the tribe, maybe it's your internal marketing you know, director or the person who's accountable every week, you know, is in that group sharing some things, some ideas, some tips, you know? And so again, I'm not going to go into the tactics of it, but I'm just simply saying that this one is huge right now, because again, we're talking about attraction here. And what's powerful is that this tribe of people, if you start engaging with your tribe this way, it will actually stimulate people wanting to share with your community about what they're learning and what you're doing in your practice. So number one, this is about engaging in a, with a group of people that are already committed, but also it's about engaging with people who are not yet committed. So it's both parts of it and it all births from within and it all births from engagement. And engagement means I can measure some level of participation or activity. So we can actually measure that. And there's ways to obviously do that with all the metrics analytics that you can get from the different platforms. I'm just using, again, Facebook as one example, but you could have your YouTube channel. I mean, there's so many different ways to measure these, the level of engagement that you're getting with your patients. And I'm not even going internal yet to other ways that we measure engagement with our tribe. But again, this is a great way for us to attract, number one, you know, keep your patients engaged, but two, attracting new people into your business through the engagement in your tribe. 
Dr. B, this is the law of the jungle, all right? So we're talking about leveraging a DNA level essential nutrient in healthy human beings, right? So we're pack animals, right? We are tribal people. So we are 3,700 generations deep of being tribal animals. And of course, there was disruption with that in the last 200 years with the way that we've been, you know, evolving, quote unquote, as a civilization. But this was never God's design. We were always designed to be tribes, you know, if you look back at our Paleolithic history, you'll see that we were tribes of 150 people, right? So there was a leader and there would be 150 people around them, right? Think about it. Doesn't that sound like your practice? Man, it absolutely sounds like mine, right? So when we look at our business and we look at our practices, you know, we had three or four doctors at any given time. So four times 150 is what, 600? About 600 people in our tribe, right? So it was just these tribes inside of our tribe. It was amazing to see the connection because as human beings, we want to be connected, we want to be accepted, and we want to be respected. And your place of business could be where that happens. You could be that magic place. And we knew that before 2020. If 2020 has taught us anything, it's the devastating impact of people losing their connection, right? So we're seeing this everywhere. So I'm going to say it right now. We are coming into a renaissance period in chiropractic. The world is opening back up. People are coming back out of their hiding, right? And they're coming back and they're looking for a better way to better health. Are they going to find you, docs? I'll tell you what, right now they walk into your office and they won't be able to put their finger on it, but they'll sense a tribe and that tribal atmosphere will convert those people. It will retain those people and it will create a referral network that you'd never seen before because human beings need to be connected to other like-minded human beings. Don't blow it on this one, guys. So many people are trying to get over the gap of what we call the no money gap, right? It's like, I have no money. So I do no marketing. So I have no new patients. So I have no money. <laughs> it's like, it's a vicious cycle. You want to break the cycle? You know what? Developing your tribe, nurturing this tribe and creating this tribal atmosphere inside your practice costs you nothing but love, time, energy, focus, and intention, right? So make this happen. Your tribe will build your practice. I know it built mine. So Number 10 is we have team member that owns external marketing lead generation. Again, we're going back to the accountability chart. Remember the domains, internal, external, and digital. These are the tributaries of new patients coming into your practice, internal, external, and digital. Someone's got to own external, right? So somebody on your team is accountable to what are the activities that we're doing to reach our goals and external lead generation, right? And gosh, man, they had a tricky job here in 2020 because so many of those opportunities really dried up. Well, 2021 is upon us. The world is opening back up. This person becomes incredibly important now. It's like, get back out there and it's time to get, hit the bricks again, get back out into your community, arrange those outside activities, take advantage of this window of opportunity we're seeing right now, where I believe we're going to see the biggest growth in chiropractic over the next 12 to 16 months. I'm telling you right now, this is the time. This is the window. Seize the day. Make sure that somebody on your team owns external lead generation and the activities that drive those leads. So we have regular productive external marketing activities, talks, screenings, and events. Grade yourself. Where are you? Do you completely disagree with that? Are you a zero? Are you a one? Do you disagree? Are you two neutral? Really? I've not really thought about that. I'm kind of like iffy on that one, or I agree. Actually, we do. We actually have a lot of external events that we're doing or strongly agree. We crush this one. This is absolutely a strength of our business. Do you participate in consistent and productive networking activities? Man, it's going to be so great to see all the networking activities that have come back actually start getting leveraged, turning into outside talks, corporate wellness, spinal screenings, and different events. It's going to be such a powerful part of 2021, especially the second half as we get into the summer in the North American part of the world. 
we participate or we consistently generate external new patient leads, looking at the fruit of those external marketing activities. Are you seeing the fruit, right? So are you seeing the numbers? What are your metrics telling you about external lead generation? All right, number 14, we're going to keep rolling here. So this one, and we're going to pivot here into the digital marketing space. I think if there's anything that we all learned in 2020, going into 2021 was the importance of the digital space. That's where things were happening. That's where people were communicating. That was the only way really to reach many of your patients. We went to this virtual Zoom world. I mean, our kids are going to school digitally now. I mean, it's all sorts of, you know, the learning curve. It was a fast track for everyone. And so the key here is that we have a team member that owns digital marketing lead generation. This has become not a good idea. This is essential. We have to have this. You have to have a team member that owns digital marketing lead generation. I just want to point this out and just pause here just for a minute because it's extremely important that as an organization that we embrace this and that there's accountability for this. Again, this doesn't mean that you have to do it. I think a lot of times as a CEO, we think we have to do this part, even if you're the marketing person, but it doesn't mean that you have to own it, even if you're a major contributor when it comes to, let's say, content creation or you know, you're adding a ton of value through the digital space, doesn't mean you have to own it. And again, this is all things digital marketing. So this includes you know, looking at your website, this look looking at your paid advertisement, organic advertisement, this is looking at content that's being created and generated. This is anything and everything that's digital marketing related. So who is the person on the team right now who is accountable for our digital presence in the marketplace? Who is that one person? And again, it may be you, but again, what does that look like? And is it clearly defined? And that do you own it? Do you really feel like you have ownership over it? Or does that person, do they have ownership over it? And how do you hold them accountable? And what does that look like? So for example, number 15 is we leverage digital marketing expert team, which means contractors. You may be contracting out digital marketing. You may be doing that. So this person would maybe... Again, if you had this person on your team or if it's you, you're overseeing that person. You are leveraging a marketing expert. You are contracting with them, but you are managing them. And the person who owns it, that person who is accountable for the general, the lead generation for the digital tributary actually is overseeing that person. Again, our website represents our brand. This person is, is the person I would look to if I'm the CEO and I have a marketing team member who is the marketing director and they're overseeing digital marketing lead gen, and they're accountable to that, I would ask them this question, does our practice represent our brand accurately? Does it do that well? And is our website working, right? That's the next one. Does our website work? Work? What does that mean? Is it optimized? Are people searching and finding us? Is the SEO optimized? Does the website actually convert? Meaning if a lead shows up, if somebody who's a prospect shows up searching for help for whatever their condition is, they land on your page, do they actually schedule? Can it take somebody from being a lead, a seeker, and they get them into this action step of scheduling? This is really important. So Dr. Steven, I mean, this is such an important piece that we can't escape it anymore. And I think most of our listeners, you're probably acutely aware of this and hopefully diligently working this. But again, it's going to constantly be a a moving target that we have to continue to stay abreast of. And again, the level of accountability really needs to be high here. Yeah, we can't overemphasize the importance of search nowadays and you know, using leveraging content marketing and making sure that your website represents your brand and that you have reviews. Uh, people are when you read reviews now, reviews are as powerful, if not more powerful, than a referral, 
right? So you've, these are the boxes that you have to absolutely tick to make sure that your website works. Okay. So we always say, does it work with a wink, right? Does it work? And does it work? Does it work? In other words, functionally, does it work? Are you following SEO best practices? Do you have broken links or toxic links? You have to get that audited and doc, you're a chiropractor. Please don't try to do it yourself. Contract people to do it, right? So leverage other people, right? And does it work? Meaning does it convert? Right? Do you have new patient leads stemming from that? Do they see that? Do you see new patient leads coming in? They've they're searching for you. They're landing on your website. Your website works. They end up on the schedule book and they come into the practice and you get qualified new patients coming in. Not quality new patients, qualified new patients coming in. Somebody who is coming in because they're responding to something that represented your practice well, the problem that you solve for people in your community, and the type of work that you do in your community. So you're attracting that ideal patient, right? So let's talk about social media. So getting, jumping into 19, remember guys, I want you scoring yourselves here. We're going to explain at the end how you score yourself, but remember zero to four, these are going to tally up, right? And that tally is going to give us a grade A, B, C, D, or F, right? So let's make sure that we're scoring as we go. Do you have a robust social media presence? And is it across all the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn? I mean, when I stalk you, because that's what patients will do now, right? When they, they search you, they find you, they go to your website. Next thing they know, you're going to jump on your social media. They're going to look at you. What are you all about in Facebook? They're going to be looking for you in Instagram. Man, they're probably, they're going to expect to see you in TikTok. Please don't do any of those crazy d- dances while you're adjusting docs. I see that. Stuff, right? so, and don't get into the crack attic uh, videos unless that really represents who you are and what your practice is all about to get after it. Right. But ultimately people are going to stalk you around social media. Are they going to see continuity across those platforms so that your brand is really well represented and that person's going to say, me, that's me they're talking about. The thing, that's the thing I'm trying to achieve or get rid of. And it's now, man, the pain of not taking action right now is way worse than the risk associated with me taking action, right? So that Venn diagram of when people buy, you want to audit yourself and you take a look across social media and your website, et cetera, right? Do you have social media? Do you have a robust social media community? Is it active? Are you guys active and are they active and they're engaged and engaged? Man, it's such a powerful litmus test for your tribe. And when you see the engagement with people, not just liking, but sharing, commenting, asking questions, responding, registering, et cetera, make sure that you're seeing that social media presence give you a return, right? So number 21, we leverage ads, paid search, Google, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. 22, we leverage content marketing strategies. Like it's optimized across social media, email marketing, website, Number 23, we employ a content marketing calendar. Man, this is, was a lifesaver for us, right? So trying to organize all of the content that we put out on a very regular basis, daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, all organized on a content calendar. I don't know if you're like me, man, but if you want to slay the dragon of procrastination or the overwhelm that leads to the fatigue that just you just end up stop doing it, I know you got a lot of love and a lot of information to share. Organize it on a calendar If it's not on a calendar, if it's not written down, it doesn't exist. If it's not written down, you can't delegate it. And if it's not written down, you can't keep people on the team accountable, right? So make sure it lives on a calendar. Man, that's another segment of our remarkable attraction immersion that we're doing for Australia. Uh, That's coming up here, coming up quick on us here, Dr. Pete, May 7th and 8th. One full masterclass is going to be on how to leverage the content calendar. It's such an incredibly important and freeing element that you can bring into your practice. Yeah, it's, it is the key. And I think we've discovered this in our business. I mean, we discovered this years ago that 
if you didn't have a separate calendar just dedicated to content, you were missing the mark. And so there's layers of depth to this, guys. And we have strived to make this as easy as possible for you. And we've recognized that for businesses that are truly successful in the area of attraction, this is what they do. These are best practices. This is what'll make you number one, right? So number 24 is we generate consistent digital marketing leads. And again, this is a pain point for a lot of people where there's the you know, there's the ebb and flow. There's good days, bad days, good months, bad months. So what is consistent? Would you describe your digital lead flow as consistent? And how can you actually have that happen? Some level of predictability when it comes to digital marketing, even though there is a level of unpredictability or volatility in the digital space, what can you be doing? What we have found is that content is consistent content marketing added adding value is combined with some really good calls to action whether that's advertising specifically combined really does a great job of that so number 24 is that number 25 the last but not the least is we enjoy a balanced diversified new patient lead flow we call it the rule of thirds dr franson that is and again, this can change from you know, month to month, year to year. Even last year, this obviously changed, which is, but ideally you would have a, a steady flow of about a third of our new patients per month are coming in from the internal marketing activities and energy and investments, a one third from external and one third from digital. And again, so just rating yourself, how are you guys doing in your business with that right now? Yeah. So let's tally it up, guys. Let's take a look at your score. And, you know, before you do it, just give yourself some grace here. Okay. <laughs> so I know most of you are like shaking your head right now and being like, how are we even open? <laughs> Let me tell you right now, you guys are awesome. We're just going to try to help you take one more step or maybe 10 more steps closer to being remarkable. Right. So, you know, marketing is all about creating remarkability. Right. So are you the talk of your town? Right. Are you worthy of comment? And that's what marketing is all about. Marketing is about getting outside of your little sphere and sharing your message of love and health and healing and hope with your community so that you are the talk of the town. You are remarkable. Everyone's talking about you. We know that your work is worthy of comment, right? Which is what remarkable means, right? So let's make sure you're getting in front of the people that are so desperately needed in need of your help and they're actively looking for you. So grade yourself. You know how to do it. So zero to four for each one of those that everything from strongly disagree to strongly agree, zero to four, four being the highest, meaning we're crushing it. All right. Add it up. There's 25 questions. So the top score, a perfect score is 100. Man, if you're a hundred, please call me. <laughs> I want to hang out with you. <laughs> I want to hang out with you. <laughs> so zero to 59 is an F. 60 to 69 is a D, 70 to 79 is a C, 80 to 89 is a B, 90 to 100 is an A, and of course, 100 is a perfect score. Remember, guys, it's all about who's going to be number one in town, and we know that the person that ranks number one in search is getting 43% of the leads. And man, this clinicoscopy series we're doing is all about if we had the opportunity to say, this is who should be number one. This is the person that represents chiropractic, principled chiropractic best, and would be able to deliver the goods, right? Deliver a great experience, deliver better health outcomes, and do it all with a loving service, right? So lasting purpose. So it's all about the art, science, philosophy, and business acumen. We're breaking down the business acumen. We're deconstructing that number one practice across five domains of attraction, conversion, 
retention and team building. And then a special segment on finances, on the money, right? Because money follows value. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. Make sure you download the PDF. If you need help with that after you meet with your team, we'd love to jump on a call with you. There's a link right there for you. We'd love to come alongside you and help you take these scores towards 100. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.